Welcome back to Five Songs or Less, everybody. Hello there. I'm Danny. Lush is back with me today. Yes, sir. We're going to talk about Super Chunk eventually. First off, Lush, I'm going to need you to stand up and get, let me take a look at that shirt. Oh, yes, please. Oh, you're, you're going to like this. Look at that. Dude, he's got a Tri-X 400 t-shirt. That rules. The best film. I need to get one of those. Yes. And like my favorite film, I love Kodak. And then I love Tri-X. I just like, it's yeah. my... It, for no, Trix was the best. I love it. Is that what you're saying? the best. Yeah. For, yeah. Yeah. I was a big Tri-X guy. F- I love that. For no other reason than like I tried a bunch of them and like Ilford mm-hmm. and like I have nothing against Ilford or like yeah. any of the stuff. I just like the like contrast of it. Mm-hmm. Black and white. So nice. Yeah. 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 It's got good contrast. I think all the pictures I took of, of your band back in the day were on Tri-X. I love that. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Uh, it's like hard possibly to possibly F- T Max, possibly T Max, but I was more of a triac. T Max is like the, I don't know, I don't know if you if you're still getting film and stuff, but like I found it's like harder to get triax now. I see, oh, really? I see T Max. Like I went to Mike's. I, that's how I'm uh-huh. gauging yeah, it, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they didn't have the triax. So I was like, no. <laughs> that's a I know, but I, I bought the T Max. Whatever. <laughs> when I worked, uh, I worked at Ritz for quite a few years. Oh, nice. Um, and. T Max was more popular, like that's what would come in the student pack and stuff. But ah. I think because it's a little little easier on the grain. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a little more clarity, maybe less, a little less contrasty. Yeah, but but yeah, I always loved uh, Triax so much more. Yeah, it's my fun little hobby that I just do only for like my own fun these days. But mm-hmm. um, it's just expensive, so <laughs> it's like. really fucking expensive. <laughs> It's one nice. of one of a few reasons that I I kind of stopped taking pictures with a camera, like a real camera. Yeah, that shit's expensive. Working at Ritz was real nice. I bet. I like bet, working totally. the Ritz and going to school. Hell yeah! Like at CRC, you know, dark room in having everything. Everything was free. Exactly. <laughs> I did. I did get in trouble one time because I took a. A trip to Disneyland, and I developed all my film at work. <laughs> I love didn't it. pay for any of, it. <laughs> of course. Yeah, that's great. That's cool, man. I'm glad. I, I remember quite a while ago, you and I were talking a bit about um, you getting into taking pictures and stuff. So that's that's cool. I'm glad glad it's working out. Yeah, man. Like you know, honestly, what I like to do is just um, I'm like a destination photographer, I suppose. Like sure. when I go on a trip with the family and stuff, I love to get like mainly pictures of my kids yeah my, yeah yeah and my wife and the dog and like at, sure. the, at the beach and so like mainly my photos are that um so sometimes it takes me like a long ass time to finish a role like <laughs> sure yeah, uh, yeah, yeah or like now i have a few roles collecting and i'm just waiting for them all to like i want to do that like five six role experience it's been a long time since i've had that totally and that's super totally. fun you know like um all these things are kind of the beauty of film i guess and like yeah the um that that is retained of like, hey, I have roles. Who this? It, I'm trying to get like build a year of memories, basically, and hopefully, <laughs> hopefully the film totally. doesn't like get fucked up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it shouldn't get fucked up. If if you're like really worried about it, I guess you can keep it in the freezer or something like that. But uh, it'll be fine as long yeah. as you're not wearing it through X-rays or no, something. No, yeah, it's like in a drawer, <laughs> just sitting there. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, man. I mean, freaking. Yeah, I love it. It's my little hobby, and I always kind of stick with it. And um, yeah, I don't. I'm not in the phase of like trying to buy a bunch of crap. Like I have some cameras. Like point, I do point and shoot almost 
entirely. Mm-hmm. But then uh, I have a cool little like old school Nikon 35 millimeter. Yeah. Nice. With the nice <laughs> crank and the yeah. click. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's yeah. all about, yeah. That's cool, man. That's a lot of fun. It's, I kind of would like to get back into shooting film again. But yeah, it's an expense thing. It's also like, uh, getting it developed thing. Exactly. <laughs> like I'm out in Rancho Cordova now and there's nowhere out here to get developed. Yeah, absolutely. So like I'd have to drive into SAC and I don't know, maybe, it, maybe it's a good thing to get me out of the house. More. That's not too bad. And if you are interested, I would recommend, um, dark room lab. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. And they're in like San Pedro. So it's like they get your stuff super quick and they put it online oh, super quick okay. for your digital. Yeah. Same as Mike's. I, I don't generally get prints unless like, I really like something, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The last few times when I was like doing, like scanning all my old negatives from my show days and stuff, uh, I did find a few rolls uh, that I hadn't uh, had developed. I have a couple, like a few, like 120 rolls that I still probably will never get developed. <laughs> right. What's on them. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I love that. But, uh, but yeah, I would just get the negatives because I have totally. a scanner and. Uh, so I just scan them. I guess I could have had them scan them, but no, that's, oh well. that's a fun route. And like, I actually consider doing that just doing like the whole DIY route. Cause I, I like mm-hmm. shit like that. And just like, you know, like getting a big ass roll of film or whatever and cutting it and stuff and loading oh, it yeah, and like yeah, yeah. developing, doing all that stuff. Um, but again, it's like a money trap and I'm like, yeah, yeah I don't yeah, need a hobby re- <laughs> to sit it in a really box. Is. It really is. And like developing at home is it's so messy. So messy. Yeah. Yeah, dude. No, totally. These are the things we do for like this like mm-hmm. tiny sh- like sliver of authenticity. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It goes so above. It's like me. I can take some pretty decent pictures on my phone here. Uh, I know, right? Exactly. It's just not the same feeling. <laughs> and nowadays I, I'm like out of the game. There's so much like my coworkers are they're all shooting like mirrorless digital oh, like, yeah. super dope camera did you start uh, i think i saw that you started following eric on instagram yeah dude yeah did you see his new camera that he got no i didn't i missed it is it sick that dude that's why we know each other we went to photography school together oh cool we both dropped out <laughs> <laughs> i love that uh he continued he went uh, to a different school and continued and i think no he he still told me he ended up dropping out there too but <laughs> I love it. anyway we're both big like nerds about that stuff but he got some like expensive ass. Yeah. Pull it up really quick. He's been talking about it on the pod a few times. Oh, nice. It's very exciting when you get that new gear. <laughs> it's like all you it's can think a, about. It's a digital. Uh, yeah. It's a Fujifilm X100V. Ooh. Kind of up. Dang. To the camera there. Looks awesome. Really, really nice. Like expensive ass. <laughs> Good for him. Good for him, man. Yeah. This he's always been really good. He he was really into like street photography. And oh, cool. In San Francisco. Yeah. And stuff. Yeah. I do a little of that. That's kind of my thing, too. Is, mm-hmm. um, um, it's hard not to offend people, though. That's what I found. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. and I'm very like into people's like privacy and boundaries and stuff. And so mm-hmm. I always feel mm-hmm. like weird, like taking a picture of someone. But I still like I've done it. <laughs> yeah. Um. When you do street photography, you have to be prepared to be like, hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, sorry. Totally. Because people get I mad. Would, every once in a while, I would kind of do it secretly, just like have my camera in my hand and just kind of like take a picture. But 
I was always worried about people being like, did you just take my picture? What exactly, the fuck? Like, exactly. Yeah. Um, some people like like the medium formats and stuff where you can like mm-hmm. have the viewfinder up top. Like mm-hmm. that's like a spe- that's like a classic street photography because you can just hold yeah. it over your belly and no one can see you. Like you know, <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. an old move that has been employed for a long time, which I find hilarious. <laughs> anyway, I went to Golden One for the first time, Golden ah. One Center, the other day. I saw Depeche Mode. Me and my wife. Love it was it. really fucking good show. I bet they. Those dudes have got to be like, what do you think, in their 60s? They got to be. Yeah. Yeah. Seniors. Like, they could have easily been in there. Like, the way they were moving around, these guys could have been 25. I love that. Like, that's that's my favorite thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'll start on the positive. The show was great. They put on such a great show. They apparently, it was the first show of the tour. Oh, that's know. awesome. I, I saw it, like, I was scrolling around Instagram the next day. And like Stereo Gum and Consequences Sound, like post about it, you know? Yeah, it's a big deal. And apparently they played five new songs. I had no idea. Ah. Which which is really kind of says something for a band of that age to like be playing new material and it blends in so seamlessly with their old material. Absolutely. Yeah. And you're talking about a really like long like history of a band. Yeah. First album I think came out in 1980. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. There was. It was, I think it was sold out. I don't know. There was a shit ton of people there. I imagine. Yeah. I could only imagine that it was freaking just amazing. So did they have support or was it just them pretty much? It was, uh, there was an opener. Um, what was her name? It was very, I mean, she was fine. It was just like a electronic music kind of thing. Oh, cool. Um, cool. Her name is Kelly Lee Owens. Oh, I don't even know. That's yeah. cool. Um, it, I was looking her up while she was playing and um, she's done, she's like worked with Bjork and St. Vincent and been Very around cool. for quite a while. Um, but it's just like her and like synthesizers on each side and she sang and nice. like thump, thumping rave beats for half hour or whatever. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 It was well, cool. What was the crowd like? Was it like. People our age, all kinds, probably people all, older than us. All too. over yeah. the place. I bet. All yeah. over the place. Definitely mostly white people. Like I remember at one point, like the big strobes were going and I like looked out over and I was like, oh, it's a sea of, of white people. <laughs> <laughs> Not everyone, obviously, but like right. uh, the it. majority. The like, I was a little like uneasy. I we we wear masks still. Sure. Um, yeah. 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 And we were, I think I saw like maybe three other people <laughs> wearing mm, masks. Of course. In this huge course. place, and like the guy next to me, just seemed like a big kind of broy dude. And I was like, oh god, if this guy says anything, I'm always worried. Like somebody's gonna say something. <sighs> sure. Why are you fuck you wearing your mask? And then I he like I overheard him say he was from Roseville, and I was like, oh fuck, he's totally oh, no. gonna say something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's building up to it. <laughs> But then, like, uh, Depeche Mode comes out. Like, the lights go out for Depeche Mode. Everyone stands up, and we're just like, oh, okay, we're going to stand up. Yeah. Uh, and this dude knows every song. I, I watch him, like, take out his phone. He's jotting down every song name. That's amazing. Like, knows it by heart. Yeah. 
the broy dude super into Depeche Mode. That's amazing. <laughs> super. It was great, great ending. though. It was yeah. It was a lot of fun and like he he was like dancing and like kind of bumped into me and was like oh sorry. I was like no, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, well, don't judge don't judge a book by its cover. I guess. Sure. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, man, it was it was a lot of fun. The one thing I will say, though, is I fucking hate the Golden One Center. Ah, yeah. You, I, you've been there for basketball games. I've and been there for concerts. I've been there for a lot of basketball games, um, but I actually haven't been there for a concert yet. Oh, okay. um, but I've sat in, like, I've sat all. The, I've sat. I've sat in the very back row. <laughs> <laughs> the, oh really? The last row where there's like a wall behind you. And yeah, it's yeah, super, yeah, yeah. It's super steep. <laughs> like me and my friends are like wasted. It was like crazy. Like someone's gonna fall down the entire yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I've sat like lower level too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely like not every seat in the house is a great seat. But like, why? What? What was your experience like? What made you? I was just so uncomfortable because. Like I've been, I went to Arco for basketball games and like a couple hockey games and stuff like that. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. And sure. I was younger and it was a long ass fucking time ago, but I don't remember having that little leg room. Like Uh, if I was any taller, right? Like they just have them. What is the exact minimum we can do this to cram the most people and make the most fucking money off of a hundred percent. Yes. You know? Yeah. I've noticed that too because I am kind of tall and like mm-hmm. it, it can be uncomfortable and you're just too close to people, you know? Like, yeah, you're, yeah, you're too close and like we got we got there not like late but like later, like as soon as we were sitting down, the opener started. So we got to our row and realized like, oh, every person has to stand up and we can barely like squeeze by. Mm, yeah, And I can just imagine if you're like overweight or really, really tall. Totally. Because you know? exactly. I'm 6'1", and yeah. I, I, you know, I'm above average height, and I was like super uncomfortable the whole time. I don't know. I'm going back in a couple of months for Blink-182 and Turnstile. And oh, okay. Yeah. I just, and we're on the second level. Cause we have sure. pretty good seats yeah. for Depeche Mode, but Blink, we're up top, and I'm just like, I don't know if I'm going to enjoy it at all. Oh, yeah. It can get a little intense for sure, and um, especially something like, like Blink might get a little crazy. People are trying to mosh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> up on the top left. I know, right? Circle pit <laughs> or something. Um, what about, did you, have you had these tickets for a long time? Like, was this an event? You guys so, um, my sister and her boyfriend bought them. They live in oh, Vancouver. Nice. Oh, cool. Uh Vancouver, Canada, and he seemed, I don't know him that well. I've only met him once. He seems to be an 80s music guy. Like, they went and saw Kraftwerk together. Oh, cool. I love that. Uh, And things like that. And, like, so Depeche Mode, I guess, announced a tour. They had dates. They didn't have any in the Pacific Northwest, Canada area. Oh, Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he's like, well, you're from Sacramento. We can kind of, you know, two birds kind of situation. Visit your parents. That's rad. And... See Depeche Mode, um, but they ended up not being able to get the time off to like, oh, fly and yeah. stuff because he's from Sweden. I think he had to go to Sweden to oh, do wow. some stuff. Sorry for for doxing you, Ben. I don't know you that well. <laughs> <laughs> not that he's listening. Um, it's like, God damn it! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in witness um, protection. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but anyway, they couldn't go, and my sister was like, "Hey, do you want to get? Do you want these tickets?" And I was like, uh, "Yeah." You're like, "Yeah, cool. of course." <laughs> yeah, like uh, everything at Golden One is too expensive, and oh my goodness, never go, so right. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm going to blink, but that was like a birthday present from Cody, kind of thing. No, I love that. Um, yeah, and not to like, um, I would never like, you know, well, how much was it, da, 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 or like anything like that, or even make it about that, but. I'm just mm-hmm. asking, like, I was curious because um, Pixies are playing at Fox Theater in Oakland. Oh, cool. Yeah, like, I saw them in, there. In May. Years ago. Um, I'm like, I want to go. And I know I'm, like, late in the game now. I don't know where I'm getting. Like, I looked at the tickets. I don't know. Like, yeah, tickets yeah. are so sh- I hate tickets. Let me just say that. Yeah. I know it's, like, a whole thing. But, like, <laughs> as someone that doesn't go and to Everything is through. I, yeah, the whole conversation around Ticketmaster. Right of course. Now, it's, it's shitty. And, yeah, like, we were... Because we were wondering the same thing, like how much were these tickets? Because we yeah. don't actually know. Sure. And so I was looking it up while we were waiting for Depeche Mode to set up and whatnot, and they were they. It seemed like I don't know if they still had some for sale or they were just like resellers. Third party, yeah. Um, oh no, I was looking. I wasn't looking at that. I was looking at Duran Duran because they're coming, and I figured it'd be about comparable. Oh, that'd be fun. Um, yeah. It was for where we were. We were on the lower level. Uh, 107 was the section, so pretty yeah, good that's area. a good yeah yeah totally. They were I think around 200, maybe a little less than 200. That's and not, then we were yeah. wondering about the floor because we saw the people out on the floor in chairs, and like they had so much more room down there. Yeah 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 yeah. yeah but yeah, those totally. are those are like five six hundred, dude. It's insane, man. Yeah. Like I almost like, and I'm not trying to like bust out pixies here. Like they're not worth it. Or how much like, are pixies? How much like are pixies the same. Or like the the general admission standing rooms were like 200 bucks, and these could be the resale. I don't know because I am sure they went on sale and sold out in an hour or whatever. Maybe, um, maybe. But I was like, God damn, like that's so much. <laughs> like I want to go, and I'm like, dude, that's way too much. I can't like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it's just kind of insane. And um, I just saw a show at the Fillmore, and it was like. 50 bucks a ticket. You oh, know? yeah. Who'd you see? Yola Tango? Uh, Yola Tango, yeah. And they were super good. And it was like, nice, I had nice. never been to the Fillmore, so it was like this really, oh, really? cool um, experience for me. Mm-hmm. That's um, a good place. Did you get uh, a poster? I got a poster, yeah. We both got posters, and like, we just had fun. We like explored. Yeah. And, um, yeah. It was great. It was great. They played two sets. Oh, really? So we That's like cool. got there like halfway through the first set because just getting into the city and all that. Sure, sure. Um, on a fucking weekday but uh <laughs> on like a friday but uh yeah they played a whole set and it was really like just amazing and that's kind of cool. like you were saying with depeche mode like they're old like i had to google it later and the ira from uh yola tango it's like 60 something yeah, yeah. like, oh he looked way younger and he was moving <laughs> it was yeah. cool though it's inspiring <laughs> that's cool yeah concert tickets are too fucking expensive but way too much yeah Everything's too expensive these days, man. Oh my god, I know it's insane. Yeah, of course yeah. we could just do a whole podcast about uh, <laughs> the price of ketchup. I like yeah, yeah, cro- yeah. I had to buy ketchup at the grocery store. I'm like, Jesus Christ, it's like ten dollars for a thing of ketchup. It's insane. Um, I, I sounded like our dad. Um, There's yeah. that old the joke on Arrested Development where um, Gangi, the mom, I can't remember her name, uh-huh. or the grandma, I guess. I was like, how much is a banana? Five dollars. It's like you've never actually been to the grocery store, have you? But it's it's getting that. to that point now, man. 
<laughs> so great. I love it. But I mean, I guess all in all, like it was a good show. The sound was great. Yeah, they played the hits. I'm assuming they they played the hits. They played some new tracks. Um, they had a cool like uh, like projection thing behind them that had like videos going on and stuff. Oh yeah, I love that. That's awesome. Um, and like we got out. And we had to walk a few blocks back to the parking garage where we parked. And there's all these guys uh, selling hot dogs outside. And I was oh, like, yeah. oh, that smells so good. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't eat meat. Do you have any like impossible ones? Oh, I know, right? smells so good. <laughs> Is it like your standard hot dog, like ketchup, mustard, relish, or? No, these were like, they had these little carts. Because it's yeah. not like the, it's not like the. The really good hot dog guy that would stand outside of um, uh, Pine Cove all the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. These these little carts, and they had these big fat hot dogs on them, and then they had like right next to it the this pile of peppers and onions just yes, sizzling. Yes, yeah, you know, and they had so the like buns, Mexican like, style. Si- yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Oh my god, they smell. I was like, I just want a hot dog bun filled with those peppers and onions. <laughs> oh my, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> When I lived uh, in Midtown, uh, me and Tim would like go out and then I'd like walk home and always stop at the hot dog cart if they're available. Yeah, and I had yeah. cash and it was like the highlight of my night. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> just walk home <laughs> eating the hot dog. Yeah. And like so many times, I don't even remember. And like, man, I'd tip them super good. I'd be like 20 bucks. I'd pay the yeah, hot yeah, dog. Yeah, yeah. Just like, I don't fucking know, man. You. Take this. You, made, you like made my whole night. You like saved me. <laughs> they are the best, man. The street food is the best in any country in this world. Like, this street yes, food. Yes. You can, judge it and so you're talking about the hot dog guy you're talking about um brother rj from the cuff i have no idea big I just, dude we, he'd have the he, hot links and stuff no i don't think no. so okay, I, okay okay i think i only actually went down there like once we used i uh cody and i lived in an apartment right across the street from pine cove yeah yeah um <laughs> and so they would he, like he would go down with uh, we had different roommates like um this guy Andy and this guy Matt, uh-huh. and they would go down there and together and stuff. I didn't go down very much. I was a fucking fuddy duddy back then, man. Um, <laughs> but I just remember them always talking about how how good they were. I feel like he was an Italian guy, like an accent. Oh, oh amazing. Um, that's interesting. But there's a guy from the. Did you say the Cuff? Yeah, from the Cuff, uh, brother oh, RJ, cool. one of the MCs. He would, but yeah, his he was always out front of a distillery. And oh, he'd okay. sell like these super good hot links, the cuff links. They call the them cuff the cuff links. Hell yeah. So <laughs> good. Like, they're super spicy. It would destroy you, but like super yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I miss uh, distillery, like the heyday yeah. of distillery. I it probably got lame and stuff at the end. I never went there, but like we played there. Yeah, stuff early the day, and it was early cool. aughts though. Oh it's heck yeah! Fun. Yeah, there's some good shows there. Absolutely. Um, such a like little hole in the wall kind of venue slash totally slash venue (laughs) when no regard was first like going you know like dude we were in high school you know like when no regard first like started and was going and um we would we played at distillery like when we were in high school 
<laughs> like made us like stand outside. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then they like <laughs> snuck us in. And like it's okay. <laughs> Sorry to say. <laughs> like it was amazing for like you're 17 and you're like that's rad. Jim Bar or whatever's like yeah whatever dude. All right, you guys played a set. You played your yeah, yeah. You can. We wouldn't like drink, but like. <laughs> but I just remember that was like a cool feeling like oh we're doing this man we're like young we're in the scene though we're like playing at the distillery it's a big deal you know let's see who did you guys play with there i think we played with decepticons we played once with the cuff and decepticons i believe because um, it was like it was like this oh we have like a thing where it says all the concerts you played uh th- thanks to me oh know. i love that <laughs> can you send me this link this is amazing i didn't even know uh, I don't have the distillery show. Shit. Oh yeah, we definitely played there. We were very young though. God, that might yeah. have been a different iteration of the band, even. So yeah. like, earliest show I have is uh, February twenty seventh, ninety nine, at Bojangles. Oh. With uh, Boy Kicks Girl. Boy Kicks O-F-S. Girl. What? <laughs> I could not tell you. Yeah, all wow. of this information is just like kind of I like scraped from different parts of the internet. So who knows if it, what's actually true and what's. That's what's so not. cool though that you're like doing some sort of archival like of a and time my, that I, could be forgotten. A job that I had, I had a lot of free time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I had found this website called Concert Archives, mm. um, and I did my own. You know, all the concerts I've been to. Yeah. And I finished that. Well, the majority of it. And I was like, shit, I kind of want to just do this for Sacramento. Yeah. Like yeah. The, the, you know, and it's surrounding areas. And so like I got really into that because I had so much free time at this job and I would just sit there all day and like I'd have like the list open on one side. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and yeah. Like, just copy pasting, copy pasting, copy pasting. Wow. And then like got really into the, um, the Internet Wayback Machine. So you ah. Uh, archives yeah 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 interesting wow how cool just doing it for the culture man that's amazing yeah it's a lot of fun i met a lot of sort of met a lot of cool people like online through oh i bet yeah i bet um Um, where's a good one let's see when i saw you guys i didn't see you guys till a little later i'm assuming you know um lee i don't think that's even his real name but yeah sacramento punk shows yeah, through through uh, the, internet. the internet. But yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's he's done some great work too, like archiving. He's, yeah, he's been doing that since MySpace days. I think is when he got started. Uh, okay. Just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. If you need to to know when, what's happening in Sacramento as far as punk is concerned, that's where you go. He like took the list and kind of like mm-hmm. kept the kept the torch burning. In yeah, because that kind of died you know? down eventually. And sure, uh, who did the list? Was it, it Maximum Rock and Roll? It had something to no, do with them? It no. Was a, it was a guy. I don't know his name. Um, it's one dude. It was one dude. Holy I'm pretty shit. sure. Where, where was he located? I know. Knows. I know 100%. Yeah. The Bay Area, right? That's where yeah, he's like yeah. Oakland or something like that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but he would started, do all the sections. It was primarily Bay, except yeah. unless it was like a bigger band coming through Sacramento. Totally, yeah. Uh, and then sometime in the 90s, it started, it branched out to where it was like Bay Area and Sacramento. Like occasionally, you know, Stockton and Yeah, yeah. Whatnot. That's amazing. Yeah, I didn't see you guys till 2001 at Cafe Colonial. Cafe Colonial, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. With uh, Speeding in the Rain and... 
That's right. No regard, or no regard, final summation, roustabouts, broken society. Back in the day, man. that's so rad. I'm still down with like all those dudes. Like, uh, if yeah. I see them, like Jordan. Yeah. I was, and, I was friends. Like, I went to school with Speedy and the Rain guys. Yeah. Um, and so I would see. Them that's all right. The time we have that connection. That's right. They're yeah. a great band. They're a great band from Sac. That like. And it's cool that so many of the people are still doing cool stuff and um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. are around and like Justin yeah. and all that. And, um, that's funny. We played some cool ones, man. You know, like some yeah. standouts to me. We played this show at uh, the Fruit Shed in Loomis. Uh, I just saw that on, on here <laughs> That was somewhere. awesome. Like really randomly. I can't even remember who played it. I think the Koi. Uh, Broken Society, Born to Lose, Whiskey Rebels, No Regard, Brian Whiskey Maltine. Rebels. Wow. Uh, Genu Force? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rod? K Rod? I don't know. Uh, Fruit Shed. Whiskey Rebels, though. Like, yeah. yeah. They, they, I'm were, still, they were fun. I'm still friends with Big Chuck. Like, Big Chuck's oh, like cool. a legend. Yeah, dude. Um, he's He lives on the East Coast or something. But, um, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Those guys still have. And Roustabouts, too. Um, I think that was the first show, maybe, that Nick and Nate played. And that's why it was oh, like, really? special. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and it was just a weird fucking like weird the fruit shed what like yeah 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 a random ass place in Loomis <laughs> yeah, I was like okay uh, I remember Sean Hills is there though and like some other people oh okay yeah 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 um, yeah and then like sometimes it's not even we didn't even play like sometimes you know you just go to a really cool show like randomly yeah, yeah. Um, I saw freaking House uh, Rotten at like oh, Maui really? Pizza I think it was House Rotten at Maui Pizza it was somebody. Oh, you guys! It was somebody super legendary at Maui Pizza. They had some wild shows at that place. Let me find. Is there a list of like what they did? Yeah, a little bit. Um, Yeah, it was the weirdest situation. Like the lady was like this weird, like white lady. Like you would never. (laughs) She didn't even like any. They just made money, so she's like, whatever. Let's see. Nerve agents played there. Nerve agents. Wow. What was the? There was one that was like. I saw Beyond All Hope there one time, wild. and it was like amazing. Oh, Dystopia. That's who. Dystopia. It was. That's what that was. At that one. Yeah, I was at that one yeah. too. Yeah. My friends were super into that kind Dystopia, of stuff. Dystopia, Wolfpack, Axiom, and Eulogy. Ah. July twelfth, two thousand. There's a flyer for that one. Even. It was freaking amazing. Yeah. For like a minute, like. That's kind of like the bat, like the history of No Regard is super connected to Maui Pizza. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. It's in Rockland. You guys are from that. That it's from that area, and we had played this like when they first started doing shows. They had like this battle of the bands, and mm. it was it was super lame. But like we like won it, right? Oh, and shit. but the f- we, and then they were like, "You have to do another round." I'm like, "What is this? The World Cup? What's <laughs> <laughs> going on?" Yeah, <laughs> and like. Uh, but funnily enough, the band that we like went against in the first round was Guilty Bystanders, which was uh, Nick Reinhardt's band, uh, oh, his okay. his original band, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And then we like beat them, but it wasn't like competitive. <laughs> they were like, "You guys are so rad!" And then they like we had the second round, and this like really like sh- like really like suburban like band kept beating us or something. Like uh-huh. they were like. Fixing the votes or something stupid. Okay. And uh, Nick like went insane and like flipped a table at Maui Pizza, <laughs> like demanding that No Regard win the battle. We the need a fucking recount. And I remember being like, "Bro, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> I was like, this, is, this guy's crazy." 
<laughs> and lo and behold, like six months later, he's like in the band. And I'm like, oh, the weird ass dude from Maui Pizza. <laughs> it's like changed the band and our whole trajectory. And like, yeah, in a way, yeah. like, you know, Terramelos, all that. It all started with Nick, like flipping the table at Maui Pizza. <laughs> This guy's uh, down. This guy yeah, is down. so down. So down. I, j- I just sent you the link to the... I saw that. Yeah, page. yeah. I'll have to take a that. look at the at the picture that is there for some reason. Oh, my God. Hold on. The little go band picture. I can't wait to see this. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Pre-Taramello's punk band. What? Pre-Taramello's <laughs> punk band. Who the fuck are these people? <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, I love. Thank you for bringing this to my life. This like made my whole sure, day. Sure, man. Sure. Uh, so good. <laughs> oh, Lord. It's like standard. I don't know who the fuck. It is. If you go here, everybody, that is not no regard. No, that was like even the name. Like I didn't name the band. The band was already called that before. Sure, any, like sure. S came in, and it was very like. Every band had like no in the name. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. No use no, for a name and no, no effect. No, no reply. Everything. No, ever. And somehow they, you know, yeah. let's be no regard. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, I always thought it's kind of lame, but like, it's stuck. And, uh, it's funny. It was a for the kind of music, you know? T- totally. And I'm sure there's just like a billion bands named Ooh. that throughout, like angsty oh, teens, sure, sure. <laughs> like naming their band that. And that's one of them. Anyway, let's talk about Super Chunk. So we're back on the 90s. You and I just can't get fucking away from it. I can't. We're always talking about 90s bands, but that's okay. Super Chunk, uh, I actually had some help with this playlist because Super Chunk is a band that I came to really late. Yeah, Um, okay. I didn't... The first album I heard of theirs was... uh, where our first song comes from. So the album, I hate music in 2013. And, you know, I was a a full fledged adult by that point. Like Mm -hmm. I had never, Mm -hmm. for some reason, just never paid attention to them. And I heard that album and I was like, what the fuck have I been doing? Yeah. (laughs) Like, yeah, it just kind of blew me away. And I heard like so many bands that I like, uh, especially like the get up kids. Like, oh, okay, now I get kind of why the Get Up Kids sounded the way they did early on mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, are they from a similar area? Like the Get Up Kids North are from Carolina? Kansas City. Kansas um, City, okay. Yeah, Midwest. But I, I think they just heard those early. Sure, things, yeah. You know, absolutely. And, and yeah. kind of took influence from that. Like I could hear a connection for sure. But yeah, and it, for some reason I just never really paid attention. And, and I'm, I'm glad I do now. But they just have so many albums. They have like 13 at this point, I think. Yeah, prolific. I mean, I was kind of going through the list yesterday looking at them. And um, Mm -hmm. I have a similar thing. I mean, I am aware of this band and I've heard some of the songs. And actually, the one song I kind of heard is the first song on this playlist. Um, Oh, really? Oh, how fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And probably from that era, the same era. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like like when it came out that you were into it. Because I feel like this... uh, it was on like college radio and stuff. Oh, it might have been. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember, yeah, I remember like, oh yeah, this is great. And then kind of getting into the mythology of them and, and a similar kind of thing, like, oh damn, I've been missing out on this. And yeah. there's a whole scene that they like influence that I didn't really even know about. And that's the influence thing's cool because as I've been listening to this playlist, it, I keep hearing other like bands, like oh, like 
matter of fact, I heard in one of the songs, I'm thinking, oh, like dismemberment plan. Like, oh, sure, sure. Like yeah. there was a little bit and I'm like, oh, yeah, this is kind of like I bet they were influenced by these guys. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like they yeah. probably played together. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There's, that's awesome. Yeah. But yeah, really, uh, I don't know. I like them a lot. Uh, I did, like I said, I had to have some help because I'm only familiar with a couple albums at yeah, this point. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I reached out to my friend uh, Matt from the band Electro Group, uh, and he suggested a couple songs. I picked one of one of those suggestions, and then um, Lindsay, who does the podcast with me, she's a fan as well. Oh, and cool! So she suggested a few, and so a couple of these are are their picks. Uh, he, <laughs> Matt, was uh, said something like. Uh, oh, you millennials and your late era picks. Because <laughs> he's, he's, he, he's only a few years older than me. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but still, of course. Like, he's, he was into them in the 90s. Like he saw yeah. them. Uh, they played at um, Malarkey's, which was across. Uh, uh, it's across the street from Tower Theater. Um, oh. it, it was uh, called Tower Bar for a long time. Okay. I okay. That's and I think it's uh, it might be some kind of like ramen place or something now. I, I can't. Mm. I so rarely go down that area anymore. But yeah, right across the street, there's like that liquor store, mm-hmm. and the directly I love, yeah. next to the liquor store. I'm yeah, always. Had, I'm always at that Chipotle. Like I'm always. Yeah, in that yeah, area. yeah. <laughs> Weirdly, yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Malarkey's. How cool! Uh, I never went there, but they boy did they have some shows. Oasis played there. Super no way. played there sublime Whoa. played there like all these like big 90s bands uh, i never even heard of it that's, in, that's yeah. incredible wow wow it wasn't i didn't hear until i started doing the list thing but um, yeah totally of course that's cool uh you can hear um on youtube there's the oasis show you can hear that one and then the sublime show you can hear that as well you, that's amazing if you feel like i it. would love to i i, I shall really yeah. quick Mm-hmm. Sublime, yes or no? Yeah. Uh, yes. Good. Good. I'm a sublime <laughs> like, apologist. 100. percent I know, and like it's hard. So like, the, like I listen to a song and I'm like, oh my god, this is so cringe. Like the lyrics. <laughs> so, like, I know. I was cringe. To, like awful. Like terrible. I was talking to whatever. Nate and Cody about how oh sublime. No, they're really fucking good. You don't even know. I'm gonna make a yeah. little, a little five song playlist, and I was like. Uh, Oh, I really like this song, but these lyrics, ah. Oh, it's impossible to defend. Yeah, you know, yeah, some yeah. Of them, yeah. <laughs> to say it was a different time, oh my God. Like, oh, just listen to the bass, though, guys. Oh, I mean, like, dude, uh, 40 Ounces of Freedom, like, yes. I, that record to me is my childhood. I can't yeah. turn my back on it. I just can't. I know how lame it is, but I just, I can't turn I, my back on it. I love that record so much. Like, the best, yeah. Oh, so many good songs, and it kind of, like, that's I think the first time I ever heard Hope by the Descendants was on that Yes. Record, yes. Know? And I love totally. their version of of uh what is it? we're only going to die of our arrogance the bad religion so cover. Good. Yes, so good. And then like Yeah, the, they do a great version of that. The uh the last song is just them like shouting people out and they shout out Sacramento and I'm like, "Oh my That's God. one of my favorite things. I love the old <laughs> shout out song. People don't do that yeah, enough anymore. Yeah. That was like a punk rock thing. I love yeah. that. Like, <laughs> I did that. At the end of my hip hop record, the plush record, I did a shout out oh, yeah. track. It's my favorite track on <laughs> we'll it. We'll do that on the next Battle Hack record. <laughs> yeah, well, after you did. Yeah. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> You're like rap style. Listen up. We'll um, do rapping, but we'll do the we'll do a guttural <laughs> growl. At the yeah, same yeah, time. exactly. Sacramento. <laughs> 
no, yeah, I love that stuff. I would I would want to be a part of the Sublime. It would be a shit show probably, but like yeah. if you ever do it, like <laughs> it would be a shit <laughs> show. I'll back you. <laughs> yeah, I'll back you. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just, they have real shitty fans. Uh, I don't know if they were good dudes or not, but Bradley Noel can play the fuck out of a guitar. He really can. He can great, he has great a voice. Soulful too. voice. Yes, one of the so best. So much yeah. soul in that voice. And I hate all the bands that like came after. Yeah, like Long Beach I, I don't want to like. Well, not even them. More like the ones that exist like now. I don't. Even, I don't want to talk mm. shit about these bands, but like you know, I'm like, oh, like we had the real, like we had <laughs> forty ounces of freedom, and you guys yeah, have this yeah. garbage of reggae on the river or whatever. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, like you know, like all these bands. I'm like, you guys don't even know. Like, is that the thing they do? There's like a thing with all the like funny. Sounds like about right. Reggae. Sounds about right. Yeah. Um. Anyways, that was a. Anyway, brain. let's get into our first song. Yeah. Off of I Hate Music, Me and You and Jackie Matu. How'd you like this one? You, you said you'd heard this one before, you think. I had heard this one. I I love this one. This is like one of my, actually probably on the playlist, maybe my favorite. Um, mm-hmm. And it's it's really driving. It has that like, almost like replacements, like yeah. feel yeah. of like really like earnest and um, mm-hmm. like a storytelling song in a punk rock way. I was like, yeah. like. Um, it's a very hip hop thing, like <laughs> do like a slick Rick thing and we tell a story, but in this way, and I really like this one. And I don't know the backstory behind the lyrics. I'm mm-hmm. assuming my assumption would be it's about a former bandmate that's passed away or something like that. I don't. Or, I'm not sure either. I was kind of trying to decipher it over the last couple of days, and it seems kind of like maybe something to do with touring, getting kind of burnt yes. out on that. Totally, yeah. Um, especially in the... He's talking about what is... I hate music. What is it worth? Can't bring anyone back. Like that kind of thing. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. But then he, the... I don't know. I guess it's not a chorus. The thing I noticed today, I don't know how I never noticed this before. It's just like one of those songs where it's like, okay, there's this part and then the, this part and then the song is over. <laughs> you um, want more. I kind of want more, but you kind of want the chorus one more time. That would be standard. Yeah, but yeah, I yeah. like that. I like when a band does that. Um, but I, I really like the part where we're talking about crammed in the van and popping a tape in and that kind of thing. Yeah, feet up on the dash. Um, real quick, is yep. in your research is it is, so? Is it like do we know who Jackie Matu is or is it Jackie Matu is a, a singer? Okay, like an old old singer. Okay, okay. I probably should have done this research myself, but it's more fun to ask you. Jackie live. Matu. Uh, born in 1948 in St. Ah. Louis, Jamaica. Uh, so, he was in... Yeah, so he's like a reggae guy. So that's like what they would listen to on tour. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like got in the, the chorus, I guess, he says... Uh, we've got a summer free or a stereo freeze, which is uh, a song that he covers. 
Okay. Uh, I just found this stuff out today, so I didn't know this ahead of time. No, no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> and he says, we've got a sweet summer breeze. Uh, that's, that's my favorite a, that's line. Those two lyrics are my yeah. favorite lyrics in the whole song. So they're just oh, kind of referencing like, ah. like songs that they listen to in the van. And then the How cool. uh, record exchange is like a, a, I don't know, some kind of record store or something. Sure. Okay. North that Carolina makes sense. Where they're from. Oh, um, see, I like the song even more now, like learning the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's about like your homies and being in a yeah. band and like the bonds and like how you, you won't go back. Like you can't go back to it, I guess. You know, yeah, like it's. Yeah. You, you get it once, like you get to be fresh and new and like excited <laughs> one. No, yeah. not once, but you know what I mean? Like you get this like core moment. And then, yeah. Ah, I love it. What a great it's song. A, like a song for musicians by a musician. Yeah. It's a really, uh, I don't know. It, this song and kind of the next song a little bit too, although the next song is about something different. Like just the sentiment of having these these songs that you listen to in the car with your friends and that kind of thing. Um, I always really, really kind of latch on to that stuff. Yeah, really good chorus. That's kind of like it, it like breaks down. And then jumps back in, and I really love the backing vocals behind it. Uh, and then it jumps into that lead as well. Such a, it's just such a catchy, like, earworm of a chorus. And, like, my actual favorite part is right before that part when mm-hmm. everything drops out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just, like, the drums and, like, a light, maybe guitar and bass. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. he does the chorus. And then they do the chorus a little quieter. I love that. Like, it's unexpected. Like, you mm-hmm. want, like... Like the Blink One Eighty Two Beatles way is like sure. coming big with the chorus right yeah, there, yeah, and instead yeah. it like everything drops mm-hmm. and you get the palm muted. Like that is to me like I love when people like take risks or just do something out of the ordinary and like yeah, kind of make yeah. you like, oh, I was waiting for this and this. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> but yeah, go ahead and play that. I love that. Really, I love the delivery of those lines, especially the summer breeze one. How he like stretches uh, that sweet. out. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. that's that's beautiful. Yeah, oh, so nice. And like a, his voice is not like your traditional like rangy. It's very like high pitched and a, it's it's yeah. different and like but he can hit these notes that are. I love when a person like indie rock does a lot where they'll hit these notes. Oh, you shouldn't maybe even be hitting this note and you're doing yeah, yeah, it in yeah. a cool way that's like full of like. <laughs> Your own character and stuff, yeah, yeah, very cool. Very this cool. Uh, this album. If if you like the song and the playlist, I would recommend starting with this album. Like, okay, front to back, so fucking good. Uh, it was. I had I think three songs from this album on like the long version of the playlist that I had whittled yeah. down. You know, of course, yeah. It's such a solid record. There's like some real, there's like one or two really good, like fast, short songs and oh, mm-hmm. really fucking great. Um, really well produced too. Mm-hmm. And they do like, all their own shit. 
Like, that's mm. why I was talking to Matt about it. And he's like, uh, I was like, how do they have so many albums? And he said, well, they have the means of production. <laughs> like, yeah. Because they yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think they have some producers, but like, they do a lot of this shit themselves. That's amazing. And I know, like, because the old stuff, a lot was done with Albini. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Electrical. Yeah. Um, and you can hear some of that too. Like, I'm sure one or two of the songs on your playlist is from that era. But yeah, they, it, this is such a well produced, like, it's rad when you can hear kind of like a punk rock band sound. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hu- like huge and good, but like not overproduced. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Not like bullshit produced. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just really well produced. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, song number two is called Detroit Has a Skyline. So this one... I guess technically, I, I said I had help with this playlist. Technically, yeah. I had help with this song, too. Because okay. when I first heard I Hate Music, the album, I went on Facebook and I was like, how the fuck have I never heard Super Chunk? Like, give yeah, me some yeah, recommendations, yeah, yeah. fools. Sure. Uh, and this dude I worked at Dimple with, uh, Jake, he mentioned this song. And so I went and listened to it. Okay. And, and it's so good. I love it so much yeah. so shouts to Jake the thing that I like about this one though it's it's kind of it, I don't think it's a breakup song but it's just kind of that uh, he says I had I had a crush nothing works out well I had faith like that kind of thing that kind of feeling just something that doesn't really happen to, to me in my 40s and married now but like i remember <laughs> that feeling you know sure yeah from absolutely my 20s uh so yeah so I really which like record it. is this on this is on uh from 1995 here's where the strings come in uh okay okay yeah. on merge strings. records on merge. Um, now now do you know i don't want to get too sidetracked but like hmm, yeah. i'm assuming you know about the whole like merge records and that whole thing I, I know what Merge Records is. Uh, oh, so it's the two people from this band, Mac and Laura, their label. Oh, I they don't started. think I actually fucking did that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's actually how I know mostly about Super Chunk. Okay, It's because okay. I liked all these Merge bands. Oh. Um, like Grizzly Bear. You sure, know, like sure. it's on Merge mm-hmm. and like. So um, many bands are on Merge. So many rad bands. And like, yeah. they've had shit like go to the top of the billboard. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. they've had really successful bands too. I don't have a list in front of me of their bands, but I just kind of know Grizzly Bear and like a Let's few see. others. Um, um, man, how did I not fucking know that? <laughs> no, no, no. It's not your fault, but that's oh, like. Jesus. They uh, have let's... like. Let's see. Championed indie labels. Yeah. Like they are kind of the like, like they were on Matador, but everything was like through Merge, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's fun. It's and funny I'm, because like Matador, I feel like is just as important of an indie label as the Merge Merge Records, which is the label they Yeah, started. sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Spoon was on there. Spoon. Yeah. I love Spoon. That's a Arcade big Arcade Fire had there. some stuff on Arcade there. Arcade Fire. Yeah, yeah. They okay. helped like discover a yeah. lot of these people and, and like war, 
Lord. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's it's pretty Red amazing. Flag, Red Cross, Bob Mould. Bob Mould, yeah. Destroyer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Isn't um, uh, new, por- new Pornographers, aren't they on there? Oh, yeah. Okay. Maybe. Archers of so Love. So many great bands. Yeah, so many great Archers bands. Archers of Love. Yeah, dude. And, like, just from what I've known is, like, like it's all about those two. Like, they... Mm-hmm. <coughs> excuse me. They... um. They're like Kathy Pello kind of from Sergeant House. You know what I mean? Like they, mm-hmm. it's like a family, and they're like the like patriarch and matriarch of yeah. this family that's had so much success. And um, yeah, but I sorry, I didn't want to get too sidetracked. No, that's okay. I love that kind of stuff. Um, I need to look up and see what new pornographers are on though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Now we got to get into the details. <laughs> they oh, how funny. Uh, they were on Matador, and their new ah. album that's coming out this year is on Merge. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. There you go. I love them. I yeah. love New Pornographers. Me too. I love Nico Case. She's I love AC Newman. Amazing. AC yeah. Newman sent me a heart emoji on Twitter once. Oh, I was dang. Ta- he was, like, sad about their music, and I was like, I just want you to know how much I love your music and how important it is. Whatever. Like, corny, sappy shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he sent me, he sent me a heart emoji there, and I was Aww. like, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> That rules. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, back to this song. Anyways. Detroit has a skyline. I like the drum intro. Uh, it's it's not like a super complicated weird beat or anything, but it just has kind yeah. of, you know, a little bit extra going on. Um, mm. But uh, one part I wanted to point out is uh, at 37 seconds here. Just really speaks What's the to lyric? that. He says, "Play playing track six, track seven, again and again. Uh, um, and before that, so the, the whole stanza or whatever you call it. Uh, as soon as I got home, I reached out for the phone, drank my sleep from a can, playing track six, track seven, again and again. But yeah, it really speaks to that, you know, having a crush on someone and the feelings not reciprocated. And, yeah. You know, things not working out. Yeah. And like... Maybe you have those couple songs that remind you of that person and just listening to Definitely. them over and over again. Uh, Definitely. Back in the day, I won't I won't like say who or anything, but like, <laughs> boy, did I listen to a lot of Dashboard Confessional. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. In the, of who didn't? In 99, who 2000. Did? Oh, definitely. <laughs> or oh, my God. Well, probably more 2001. But anyway. Boy, did I listen to a lot of that. <laughs> I, I, we all did. Yeah. 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 My, my wife, did she love Dashboard Confessional. Oh, that yeah. was like, <laughs> I had to endure so much. I like, I like that actually. Dude. I had to endure. Oh, my God. She's yelling at me from the other room that yeah, I said yeah. on a Shut podcast. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> she loved Dashboard Confessional. Why? They're so good. Oh, my God. The, uh, screaming screaming infidelities. infidelities. Oh my god, he said at the same time. <laughs> Your hair is everywhere. Yeah, come on. It speaks oh to everybody. This is, it does, of course. <laughs> and he was such a babe. Like, he's such a good looking Oh, yeah, yeah. Freaking good looking dude. dude. For, <laughs> that was the actual for thing. For a shorty. For Every a shorty. girl was like, ah, well, actually, like, I'd leave you for the dashboard confessional guy if he wrote a song about my. He's got hair that everywhere. pompadour. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. anyway let's see another part uh 55 seconds i really like he does this in kind of a lot of songs but there's these like repeated beginnings of the lines like in the last song um 
when he says, we've got a stereo freeze, we've got a, that kind of thing. Yeah. He does that yeah, here yeah, yeah, with yeah. Meet Me Again. So good. Uh, just really, really catchy. Like, that's the kind of stuff that, like, you know, gets stuck in your head and you just kind of repeat throughout the day. Really, like, punk rock. Mm hmm. All these like songs. So much. Like, there's punk rock, so yeah. much, like, punk influence and, like, the speed of them um, and everything. This one, uh, especially to me, like, mm-hmm. had that, like, energy of, like, I bet it, I bet this was a banger live. You know? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, I've never seen them. I'd, I'd really like to see them. What is the significance, do you know, of the title? Detroit has a skyline. Um, I'm not sure. Um, he I love that lyric. In here, he says, I was no, or excuse me, <clears throat> it was no architect designed this view. Uh, he could not have known about you. Mousy homes, catacombs, Detroit has a skyline too. Um, uh. So yeah, I'm not sure. The significance, possibly this person that he had this crush on from Detroit, something like that. Or uh, like a burn. He's like comparing. It's not a burn. Yeah, like yeah. Comparing <laughs> to Detroit. I'm going to go live in Detroit, I love Detroit instead of Chapel Hill. I actually love Detroit. I've been to Detroit. I spent like oh, a summer in Detroit. My, my, aunt, my aunt and uncle live there. Um, and But I really love that lyric because I love Detroit. I have this like affinity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, but really now as you read out. the... It really, yeah. And then as you read the lyric, though, I'm like, it's like layers are coming. I'm like, ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she scorned him, and then he's like, <laughs> um, you're fucking I, Detroit. I think that might actually be the timestamp I, I have right now. So let me ah, get the fuck out of here. Such nice, like, delivery. And I like the second time he, uh, it's got the backing vocals on there, too. Exactly. Exactly. One thing I would say about this band, even, like, these... The first song is pretty, like, instantaneous. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes, like, it, it really grows on... Like, this song really grew on me. I, I didn't... Not yeah. that I didn't like it at first. Like, I actually liked it. But then now I, like, really like it. Like, no. it's probably my favorite one out of the list. You yeah. Know? No, I, I feel you because like I feel like when Jake told me about it, I was like, oh, yeah, that's pretty good. But like as yeah. I kind of over the years now, it's really grown to be one of my favorite songs. And it's just because of those those lines like Detroit has a skyline, Detroit has a skyline, too. Uh, and the meet me again, like those repetitive things get in your head and, and it just kind of like you want to hear it again, you know. Totally. Yeah. And it's like. <clears throat> something that works for mm-hmm. so many bands like it's something that is like a tried and true like like i keep thinking like oh different bands keep like unveiling themselves to me that like oh like japan droids or like you know what i mean oh, like sure, you, you could sure. tell they were into yeah. this like this was like there's parts of this music that mm-hmm. it's that line between like punk rock and indie rock yeah 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 that's like there but like yeah. 
It's like you grew up, up listening to side punk, of it. but you don't. You want to play something a little, little easier on the ears or whatever. <laughs> it's like older, older, but not quite like too like post punk, yeah, like yeah. Uh, too like. I don't want to say pretentious, but you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. it's, it still has that energy of like bar rock kind yeah, of, yeah, you know, yeah. like yeah. which I love. Yeah, and um, yeah, and they were doing it for so long, and now it's like a whole thing. Now there's like so many subgenres where it's like, oh, there's mm-hmm. these bands that do this thing, and like you know they play Gibsons or what, you know, they have the sound <laughs> that like you know, and it's like a thing now. That's but these guys weren't like thinking about all that. They're just yeah. like writing songs they liked, I guess. Yeah, you know? yeah. All right. We ready for the next song? Yes, I am. All right. We're on to Matt's pick. Uh, off of 1994's Foolish. The song is called The First Part. couple um he's uh, from what i understand he's more into the kind of earlier stuff mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of theirs so he gave me a couple off of foolish and a couple off of on the mouth and you kind of made your pick of like yeah what you yeah, yeah i kind of made my yeah. pick off of off of those this song is great though i i really uh like it and when i before i reached out to him um i had kind of gone and was like oh i'll listen to this album so i put foolish on and this is one of the ones that, that uh, kind of stood out as a, as a good track nice. that I might pick. So it worked out. But yeah, what are your uh, thoughts on this one? How'd you like this one? I really like this one too, actually. This is like, you could tell it was older, like uh, mm-hmm. right off the bat, like from the older material. But it's a little like, yeah, it's a little bit more, um, There's it's kind of, what's the word? Um, angular. There's a little like... Mm post-punky sound yeah. to it when i was listening like today uh i was kind of thinking like uh i was hearing little bits of like at the drive-in or something like yeah. in casino out era at the drive-in yeah um i get i get tinges of fugazi even oh sure yeah like tightness like where it's geese maybe geese songs more mm-hmm. um but that kind of angular, like sometimes sparse. Like I really like it though. That's like my wheelhouse. I mean, mm-hmm. I love shit mm-hmm. like that. And um, Fugazi is one of my favorite bands of all time. Yeah. Um, and so it, it's cool because it shows the range and also like maybe their, I don't know, growth isn't always like linear. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like like you can get older as a band and it doesn't have to be like, oh, we're just getting more and more pretentious or we're getting more and more like smart or you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. heady like. They kind of want the not that they're dumbed down, but like this older stuff almost sounds a little more like like really adventurous and maybe yeah. trying different things. I think this cool was because um, their first three albums, so Super Chunk is their debut, and then No Pocket for mm-hmm. Kitty, and then On the Mouth. Um, from what I've heard of those albums, uh, they're a lot more grittier. Uh, they have more of a okay. punk feel to them, and this yeah. one, from what I was listening to of this record. It seems like they were trying to like branch out or grow a little bit more. Yeah. On this. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, there's only this is the first one where they took a year off in between albums, so they like took that extra time, oh, you know. 
Yeah, um, I to write up as I go along. No. <laughs> but yeah, they had 1990, 91, 92, and then Foolish came out in 94. So uh, uh, yeah, it seems like maybe maybe they just tried to grow a little bit more or something. Totally. Yeah, and you can hear yeah that makes it. sense. You can definitely hear it. Um, let's see. I've got a couple. This one's got a really uh, kind of driving feeling here at 115. stroke yeah you know, i can hear it. that at the drive-in now yeah 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 totally yeah i really i like love that, that chorus yes yeah yeah the lyrics in that chorus are really really good um and this one i mean it's like a breakup song you can tell kind of yeah. or like a souring relationship song um and yeah it's really i like the feel of it that like emotional it has like an emo-ness almost mm-hmm. like pre kind of pre like yeah. emo proto emo um, <laughs> proto emo yeah um but i love it i mean i think these first three were super super solid to me and like mm-hmm. i kind of the three that i kept going back to um this one it has like a darkness almost too that yeah. some of the other stuff yeah. didn't really have that i like you know yeah it's very uh i don't know it's depressing and and stuff i, I think one of the things um, God, it was a couple weeks ago now that I read it, but, um, I believe it was the first album after the singer and the bass player had split up, uh, as a couple, ah, um, yeah. but they stayed in the band together. Um, okay. See, I didn't know that. I was, didn't know like how that worked because yeah. I thought they were like together and then I was like, oh, maybe they're not. So they yeah. were for the first part of the, thing. I think they were at the beginning and then. Uh, they split up. That's a hard like thing to do, you know. Yeah. Like being a band, like without having like Fleetwood Mac style. Yeah, shit we were just happening. watching. Yeah. We were watching a YouTube video about the Eurythmics uh, yesterday. Oh, Annie and Lennox. They, they had that same situation where it was. Like, I didn't know that. Yeah, there was a guy and a girl, and they were in another band called the Tourists. Uh, yeah. Okay. And then they had eventually broken up. But they were still living together, and so and and they didn't want to work with other people, like music music wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a really interesting story. Those, uh, that's always fascinating to me. But anyway, really great song. I unfortunately it didn't. It just kind of comes and goes to me. Like I like it doesn't connect with you. Yeah, it didn't much. connect with me super strongly. But I think I just need to spend more time with with it and the album. It's not necessarily the the super chunk I'm as familiar with. Yeah, exactly. I feel you. Um, and yeah, because, you know, like the other super chunk song I know that wasn't on this playlist is um, Slack Motherfucker. It was on the playlist, but I took it Oh, it was? Okay. Because <laughs> that was like, that's, that's kind of like to me, know. like their jam. Yeah. yeah, that, yeah. It's a great song. Every mm-hmm. time it comes on, like on the radio I'm oh on your, on your serious you know. radio on the yeah on like on the indie rock station yeah. um it's a great song and yeah. that and the jackie mitu were like the ones i had heard okay, or whatever. Okay. And, um, but no I, I appreciate that though you got to switch it up matt matt had a good pick yeah is, yeah definitely he's digging in the vaults here yeah definitely and i i do like the kind of uh different feel to the song where there's a bit more it's not just like a, a quick two minute quick banger you know 
Yeah, exactly. There's it's fleshed out a little bit more and it, it goes different places. But yeah. yeah, I always appreciate that. You gotta have some like minor chord stuff in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um next song then uh is Lindsay's pick. So this one's off of On the Mouth. The song is called I Guess I Remembered It Wrong. So yeah, this was Lindsay's pick. Another one I wasn't super familiar with, but I have listened to this album a couple times um, since since finding them. Um, so this is even older, 93? This is 93, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so this is their third album. And you can kind of hear it's wow. got a little, a little more like grit, a little... Um, yeah. It's not quite as polished as some of their later stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But interestingly, I would say that like earlier I was talking about the production quality. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really solid throughout. Like yeah. it, I didn't do any Googling of like what album this is from on any of the songs. And I'm like, man, they are pretty seamless. I mean, this mm-hmm. one you can tell a little bit older, but they've always had really good production. Yeah, you can yeah, tell yeah. they've had a, they know what they're doing. They know the sound they want, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, definitely. Um, I like this one. It, I was trying to like decipher the lyrics today and it just seems to be about like a car crash and, and mm. your kind of lack of memory when something like that happens. Or yeah. Okay. Sometimes. Sure. Um, so that was kind of interesting. Um, I was in a car crash a few months ago, uh, nothing like major or anything, but yeah, yeah it's like, scary. Kind of made me think about that. Yeah, I was just kids weren't. I was by myself, so thankfully. Thank God. Yeah, yeah, that's terrifying, man. I've been there. Uh, um, yeah. Do you have a timestamp for this one? I do have a couple. One oh four. Just like the the end of that line, where he yeah, I do too. He says, uh, "I think my memory's strong, but whatever you say, say. <laughs> and he like really holds <laughs> yeah, out good. that say, yeah, really yeah, good delivery, yeah. Um, super good. And you can hear like the young version mm-hmm. of them and yeah. him, his songwriting, how it evolves later, but like." Uh, you can hear it there, you yeah, know, like yeah. it's already there with a good songwriter. And I love that. It's got that same kind of, I mean, it's kind of different kind of music, but uh, I was reminded today of when we talked about pavement, kind of that s- little slackery kind of stuff. This is a little more, you know, in the power pop realm of things. Totally. But it still has that same kind of 90s slackerness to it. <laughs> It was a vibe. It yeah, was a vibe it back was. then. <laughs> Slacker shit. Uh, no, totally. I could. I'm, I know they've played together. Oh, I'm sure. Like they're kind of uh, contemporaries. I know, and um, mm-hmm. and it, it's definitely like it's my kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then this this uh, verse here, I really like, especially the last line here. Oh, 
last line is everything is brighter. Everything was brighter than it seemed. Um, oh, man. It just makes me think of like those those times where like your uh, your adrenaline's going and everything everything feels like so much brighter and yeah yeah. And then what's the whole? Because I that's my favorite little passage. What's that whole verse? What did he, he say says? Uh, I remember digging up the yard. I remember carrying you from the car, and I stuffed the valuables into the seat. Everything was brighter than it seemed. Ooh, I love that stuff, the valuables into the seat. That's like a very like yeah. evocative line. And see, I didn't realize really it was about the crash, and that makes more sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I thought his girlfriend was drunk, and she was he was carrying her drunk ass out of the car. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah, that's yeah. What I, thought it was. <laughs> I love it. He's got to stop and buy one of those hot dogs first, though. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um. Yeah, this I, I really like this one. So this is 1993. That alone is crazy mm-hmm. if you think about it. Like, oh my god, like what a lifetime ago now. Yes, yes. Like, like 30 I mean, years. 93. Ago. Oh, I was, I don't like 13, 14. Like I don't fucking okay. like. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Maybe 12. I don't know. I'm not good at math. <laughs> <laughs> I was 10 years old. That's easy for me. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, you were born in '83. Okay, I was born in '81, yes. so I was uh, okay. Yeah, two years older than me, twelve. So twelve. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> uh, like I, this era of music, though, I think that's why it's so nostalgic for me, is because like this is when I first started kind of like discovering mm-hmm. that music existed beyond Michael Jackson. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Kind of, you know, ten years to old. And- yeah, exactly. And um, <clears throat> we've talked about this before, but who knows, like. Back then, you didn't have everything in front of you, so you just get introduced to things randomly. Yep. And I, me or you, totally could have been introduced to Super Chunk a long ass time ago. And yeah, that could yeah. have been our band, you know. What I mean? Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Uh, it's super, they were super on cool. like a cup. I think a couple like movie soundtracks back then, so it could have easily happened had I seen the right movie, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. But um, I do think Super Chunk suffers a little bit from what I was talking about earlier with the No Regard name. Oh, with sure. the super and so many bands from that era have like super, super tramp, super, drag, you know, like, super tramp. There's, yeah, there's so many. So and like, many I think bands. then I got it's easy to lose it. Like back yeah. when I was younger, like, and there's all these super bands, super grass. Like, mm-hmm. dude, there's so many. They're all like, yeah, dude. It's kind of a goofy name too. It is a little bit, a little bit, yeah. And I think I don't know. Maybe that was one of the things that kept me from listening for some reason maybe i'm not sure would they use an exclamation point no no or they no, might okay. have every I, once I, in a while, i'm getting them confused with a different band super probably band. some <laughs> other super band yeah 100 <laughs> percent. yeah um how funny but yeah i don't know man 90s were were great and terrible and awesome all at the same time <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> This one, it didn't speak to me as much. I think I had a little bit of like, I was trying to kind of have it win me over. And then mm-hmm. towards the end, like even yesterday and today when I was listening to it, I'm like, these so- they can be growers, not showers. You know what I mean? <laughs> like sometimes like, <laughs> you got to like sit with it. Sure, sure, while. sure, sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, <laughs> like you get an affinity. You're like, oh yeah, like. Mm. That's what I love about your playlist, like the five songs, because it's like the five songs will grow on you eventually. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like if you listen to them a bunch, like 
um, sometimes I take a break from it. I'll listen to a new first time playlist, and then I'll mm-hmm. kind of like mm-hmm. leave it and then come back to it yeah, right yeah, before yeah. we do it. So it's fresh, but also so I have like a different perspective. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, those early albums, uh, had I have heard them in like earlier in the 90s, I, th- I think I would have latched onto them more. But going back now, Absolutely. especially after hearing the later stuff, uh, it, which is more my speed, so yeah. to speak, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it's a little hard for me to go back to the, the 90s, uh, those early 90s albums anyway. Speaking of uh, 90s, though, the last song we have is a single uh, called The Majestic. Dave is wrong. from 1999 was this your pick or was this, this was one, one of my contributors uh one of my picks um there's a b-sides collection that i had uh gotten a, a cd copy of uh, okay yeah i was think i was reading about that yeah and this is the first song on there and i i really i just kind of fell in love with it immediately um yeah and so then a, a couple few record store days ago they released it on vinyl for the first time so I picked that up. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. This one really grew on me, too. Or not that, like, again, like, this one, it kept, like, I was, like, I listen to the playlist a lot when I'm, like, driving and stuff. And then, like, these songs are a bit longer. And it kept, like, I'd listen to half of it. And then Mm -hmm. I'd Mm -hmm. go inside the house, you know. And then, like, just recently, I, like, really listened to it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is, like, a culmination yeah. of all their shit, you can tell. like a Yeah, because it's... Matured band. It's kind of right in the middle there. It's 99, so, like, you've you've still got a little bit of that 90s, like, little lo-fi grit mm-hmm. kind of to it. Sure, um, yeah. And it is a B-side, so it's not, like, you know, it probably didn't go through the same extra washes, <laughs> so to speak. Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. Mastering. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, but I, I really like it. It's just, it's so catchy and, and fun. That's the thing I really like about this band. It's just every time I hear them, I'm like, this is so much fucking fun. It's just yes. a very summertime feel to the band. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's positive. It's always like, kind of like, mm-hmm. it's a great, like, Put it on in the car and like drive to the lake with your yeah, yeah, yeah. friends or family or something. You know, Even like the songs that, that are like about, you know, sad subjects like that. The the crush not liking you back kind of thing. It <laughs> right, still feels exactly. like so much fucking fun. <laughs> no, exactly. There's like a nostalgia feel to them that mm-hmm. are really like, you know, that I think certain bands like this like embrace like them and the whole steady yeah you know what i mean like yeah where it's like rocking and there's that youthful exuberance Mm -hmm. but also a bit like we know we're old (laughs) we're still rocking you know what i mean like i I love that so i only have one timestamp on this one um 56 seconds here so i hear that Love the the catchiness of it first off, uh, but then the drum beat behind it too is really cool. Like yes. real Tom heavy rolls on there. 
Um, yeah, exactly. This has that feeling of like pop punk that's like I think really like pure. Mm-hmm. That like almost like MXPX or something. Oh shit! Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> sure, like sure. where it's like it's just happy and pure and like a little nerdy. You know what I mean? Like, uh, but like really like. Lindsay's gonna be so mad that you compared <laughs> Super Truck oh to MXPX. God. Oh my god! I, I, yeah, but uh, I, this song for sure it has that like little feel to it. Um, MXPX is okay. a good band. Oh hell yeah! They're like Sublime. <laughs> they're like, <you> know, like <laughs> they're the Sublime of Christian like, pop punk. Of, of Christian punk rock. They got a word. <laughs> Were you you were oh, into that, huh? Oh my god! Um, were you an MXPX guy? Uh, a bit, yeah. I really, okay. I, I love the album "Slowly Going the Way of the Buffalo." Um, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a classic. And the, and that's I like the one before that. Uh, uh, politics. What is it? Teenage politics. Like no teenage politics. The one before no, that no. is life in general. Life in general. Thank life, you. I kept wanting to say general. "Life Won't Wait," life the Rancid general. album. Life in general. <laughs> With uh, emotion is my middle name. Yeah, yeah. Right? I didn't. I never yeah, got I into that one. I love that. That was my shit. There's, there's some there good so songs big. on that one. They were trying to be Blink, but they like never like made it. Yeah, like, they were almost there. They didn't. They they're right not Blink there. level for sure. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. But so many people are so heavily influenced by them. Like the guy in my band, our guitar player, who's mm-hmm. like a total like. Stoner blues dude now. <laughs> his 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 uh, like pedigree is MXPS. Hell yeah! Hell Slowly yeah. going the way of the buffalo. Like yeah, so good. So I hear about it all the time. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I can't not like forget this band. I, <laughs> I want to sometimes. Oh my god. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, this song is fucking great. Um, I don't care if it's a, a late era millennial pick. Ah, <laughs> I think it's great. Yes. Why do we have to hold all the shit for millennials? Like, I don't even think of myself as a millennial. I it's do. Weird. I am, I guess. I, I we're it's two two different versions though. Yeah, because we're the we're, the, we're old, the older millennials. Yeah, that, that had dial up internet and didn't have the internet. Didn't have the internet. Uh, the music, mm-hmm. like MTV, kind of. I think. Where yeah. Like a, it is. It is weird all, to me that that the. Time span of a generation. I feel like as as technology has has grown and continues to grow and gets faster and faster and faster, I feel like those generation things need to get smaller. You know, smaller. Yeah, they do. Yeah, because it evolves so fast. But um, like, dude, like my all the Gen Xers like secretly hate us. (laughs) No, they don't hate us. They just like think we're lame. Yeah, they think we're dumb. Yeah, like you guys think you know. I'm all right with it though. I'm totally. I'll all embrace right with my it. dumbness. Even, like, <laughs> even your friends, like, like of course you're picking the late shit. Like, see, yeah, they're always like shitting on us. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's everybody. I'm just kidding, man. But um, what is the majestic about? Like, is there? Do you have any insight into the lyrical? Not stuff really. Or? It seems to be about uh, traveling. And what same, album is it on? This is a single. It was just a a, a B side. Oh, okay. Got you, got you. Single kind of thing. There's a seven inch called the Majestic. Um, so I heard it on the that B sides collection. I think it's called Cup of Sand. But didn't they have a 
like album like shredding majestic or something yeah like shred the okay so i thought this majestic, was like part of that which was right around the same time uh magic oh, okay see i i thought oh never mind <laughs> majesty shredding it was 2010 so about 10 years later but anyway yeah i it seems to be about traveling and like saying that you like the places that you're going but he thinks you don't actually like them or something like that ah gotcha um, gotcha but yeah Really great song. Really, no, this fun. was a banger. Um, it was a great way to end the playlist. Yeah, I thought. cool, cool. What are your overall thoughts and rating and that kind of thing? Yeah, um, my overall thoughts is again like a really nice surprise. Something that I was sort of uh, knowing about, but mm-hmm. to, it's always fun to dive into these bands and get this kind of like insight mm-hmm. um, and kind of put the puzzle pieces together. That us being like record store guys or whatever, and just music dudes, like you hear so much mm-hmm. music and and you're you have this thing where you're familiar with everything from stocking it on shelves and yeah, stuff, yeah yeah you know what I mean? exactly like, yeah just I'm, like i'll like hear a name and then like look it up and like oh yeah i remember when this came out like i remember this album cover like that kind of thing a hundred percent i love being like that's kind of the coolest thing is when like you like remember a cover from nimple and you're like oh this is actually rad and i like put it away in the use section like a million times <laughs> yeah, yeah, and never yeah. like thought twice or i remember whatever. marking this one down um, <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. God damn it. Nobody. There's 12 copies of fucking uh, strings or whatever. I hate music. No, um, but yeah. So overall, for me, it was really uh, again like a discovery period. Um, not all of it. Like it didn't like blow me away. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like they're not kind of a band that like is to blow you away. Yeah. Like yeah. like life changer style stuff. But it's really like of an era, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, and like we said, like you have, everyone has their band from that era. For me, it's pavement. Sure. You know? I love yeah. pavement. Um, and like these guys sort of feel synonymous, like with that kind of feel. Mm-hmm. And, um, but it's a different vein. And, and that's what I like because sometimes my gripe with indie music is it's too pretentious. It's yeah. too, has its yeah. head so far up its own ass that this is refreshing. I've, and, yeah. Um, none of this feels pretentious at all. It, Everything feels very genuine, which I I always I really like about them. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, you know I give kind ratings generally, but I would say for me it was like at first it was maybe like I was at three point five, but I think I got to like a good solid four. Nice, hell yeah! And wanting to hear more and discover more and do more research into the whole merge thing. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Because um, um, just reading their biography was really cool. Mm-hmm. How they like. Basically, something happened. Matador got bought oh, okay. by a huge by a huge company, uh-huh. uh, UMG or something, Universal or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, they left. Okay. And that's when Merge that's really when like Merge. became their thing because yeah, yeah, yeah. they were like, we don't want to be on like a major label. And um, I, I thought that was rad. Like, yeah, you know, they were able to do that, and that's integrity. And, and look how they're probably super successful now yeah, because of yeah. doing that. You know, and. Uh, I mean, the grandchildren will be successful. Such a and it's just huge awesome, you know? label now. Huge, yeah, yeah. And and they have like electronic music on there and stuff too on Merge. Like, oh yeah, I think they have all, there's all kinds of stuff of on there. Shit on there. Yeah, like I think one oh one oh tricks point never like people that I like in the electronic scene. I think he's mm-hmm. on there. Like a bunch of people that did stuff with them. Yeah, Titus Andronicus. Yeah. That's another band that I've never. Listen to, but they're on there. Ooh, I know Tried to Sundronicus. Oh, yeah? I have mixed feelings about them. Never listened to them. 
I like their music. Their mm. music's really good, but he's like a kind of a pretentious. Oh, okay. He's hella smart. He just like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they are worth listening to. Anyway. How about you? Where'd you land after all this? Oh, I'm. Or do you not do the rating? Am I? I don't. You up? I don't do the rating if it because okay. I was already familiar. Um, I do yeah. appreciate um, Matt and Lindsay like helping out a little bit on this. Yeah, um, yeah. Getting me to kind of branch out a little more in my super chunk listening because I I tend to stay around a couple albums in particular. You know. Yeah, um, absolutely. So they're of the stuff that I know. They're pretty high up there for me i'd I'd rate them a five (laughs) i love it yeah that's great um sweet but yeah thanks for coming back man oh always it's such a pleasure and thanks for having me yeah i'm glad we got everything dialed in now this went really smoothly yeah yeah Uh, i I know we didn't have to disconnect at all this time at all man (laughs) yeah we we it's freaking steve jobs and facetime <laughs> eliminated that yeah yeah it's helping no i really appreciate you and your listeners and and just having me on and matt and uh, Lindsay for uh, contributing that's super cool hell yeah uh thanks a lot for listening everybody we will uh see you next time lush will be back i'll give him something he'll give me something i got something brewing i oh, got shit. something brewing yeah and it's right. gonna be cool and maybe uh yeah hell yeah uh, we'll, we'll be in touch thanks everybody uh, bye-bye thanks everyone